0: with a career covering nearly two decades, Mining International partners with new and junior miners and larger predominant players in the market. With no further ado, here is your host, Rob Tyson. Hi, mining community. Welcome back to another
1: episode of the Dig Deep the Mining podcast. And today's guest is Tanya Matviva, who is an experienced exploration geologist um, who's worked in many uh, commodities. Um, and worked in various countries around the world in places like Russia, Canada, Kazakhstan, Sierra Leone and so forth. Um, So a very experienced um, exploration geologist. Um, She's really passionate about understanding the uh, inner workings of the mining industry Um, and interested in all things disruptive to make mining better, which I imagine we all are. the reason why I've got Tanya on the podcast is she has a passion for blockchain, um, and I'm sure the audience wants to know um, more about blockchain, what it's all about, how it can actually improve mining, and what the benefits to mining companies and so forth. Um, so that's enough for me. I want to welcome uh, Tanya. How are you doing, Tanya?
2: Uh, thank you very much, Rob. i well. How are
1: you? I'm oh, not too bad, thanks. Not too bad. Working from home today because self-isolating at the moment. So um, it's it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Obviously, you reached out to me um, and you're you're obviously a geologist by background, but you, um, you've you got a passion for blockchain. So first of all, I've got, I've got quite a few questions I want to ask you. But first of all, I wondered if you can just give our audience a um, brief background about yourself, about your career um, and anything that people people uh, may not know about you.
2: Uh, thank you. Yes. Uh, so I was educated in Moscow and Russia um, as a geologist and uh right away started working with BHP, who at the time had several exploration projects in Russia. I spent five happy years exploring all over uh, with BHP. It was a great learning experience. Uh, I've done many commodities already then. Um, I then moved to Germany, where I really just followed my family to go there and worked a little bit as a consultant there. I then moved to Canada, uh, where I worked in a consulting industry again for many commodities: diamonds, gold, um, base metals. Um, That was long eleven years of uh, happy living in Canada. Then my adventurous soul took me further on. Uh, I moved to Holland and worked in exploration projects in Africa. You mentioned Sierra Leone. Sierra Leone there. There was also Guinea uh, for bauxite and Cameroon and uh, other exotic locations and the last 6 years I worked uh, with a consulting company Baird Olbear working on business development and again working on variety of commodities variety of countries Turkey Kazakhstan um, and I started working as independent uh, recently because I really wanted to uh, be more in control of my own projects and also to move on with this blockchain uh, topic, which I think is uh, very exciting.
1: Yes, yeah, certainly, certainly. And now I think I think obviously with this uh, coronavirus a- a- epidemic, obviously just starting, um, I think we're going to see. I think we're going to see a lot of changes in the world, and I think one of them will be blockchain. Um, you're an exploration ge- geologist. So what got you into uh, blockchain? Why are you passionate about it? Um, and what, I suppose, what got you interested initially? And obviously you, you're doing a lot behind the scenes um, and obviously learning learning about blockchain, but what, how comes you uh, got into it?
2: Uh, yeah, uh, the reason I got into blockchain uh, is uh, I started with loving data management. Uh, As an exploration geologist, we deal with a lot of data. Um, My particular revelation came uh, when I was working on a diamond exploration project in Canada. And in one field season, we had 7,000 samples uh, collected, and all these samples had attributes as location, description. Um, Then they had all the counts of diamond indicator minerals, and then there was chemistry for some of these grains of indicator minerals, so there were multi-layered datasets that arrived to me as endless Excel spreadsheets Um, and uh, very quickly I realized that it will be impossible to keep this data uh, under control if I didn't put them into the relational database which I did. I created a database and access and my life became much more organized, much easier. Um, So I was happy with that but what I discovered later is that when I have my data in the database with no errors and where I can create relationship between different tables in the uh, database, I can analyze my data the way that would not be possible if they were all in Excel spreadsheets, such as I could see correlations between different um, indicator minerals, I could uh, play around with my arc view that was directly linked to the database. Anyway, my analysis uh, of information, the power of the database to analyze information uh, really impressed me, so I became a big fan of the databases. I later learned that there are now other databases specifically adjusted to manage exploration data, so I was very happy with that. Um, I later worked uh, with the government uh, in Canada where we were managing huge uh, data sets of oil and gas wells in Alberta. uh, And just the power of uh, good database to manage and extract information uh, was really exciting to me. Uh, And um, about two years ago, I read a book on big data. And uh, that was, you know, something that was close to my heart as well. Obviously, in geology, we have big data. But it also just mentioned, just skimmed uh, the blockchain. But when I read When I read what are the specific properties of blockchain and how it can manage um, not just data, but even the transactions of the data, that's what really uh, got me excited. Um, So I started reading up on that.
1: Yeah. And what kind of, you obviously discovered blockchain or your passion around blockchain started two years ago. What kind of, what kind of research have you been doing what kind of maybe publications books um seminars maybe around blockchain what what have you been doing in the last two years or is it Honestly, I've
2: done it, it all. Okay. You know, I, I read books. I've attended endless webinars. I've attended conferences. Thankfully, there is no shortage. Uh, I, I'm close to London. I can yep. go in. I can find people who work in uh, startups uh, yep. developing already blockchain technology. So there was absolutely no shortage of information. Got
1: you. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, what properties of blockchain technology sort of make it relevant to mining? Um, And I suppose suppose there is blockchain maybe entering the mining industry. Um, But I suppose, generally speaking, what relevance does it or what relevance can it have to mining? And how can you see that growing as well?
2: Mm-hmm. That's a lot of questions all in
1: one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, so uh, I'll start with what blockchain technology properties make it uh, usable for yeah. mining industry. So the properties of the blockchain different from, uh, you know normal central database, it is It is a distributed ledger, right? It's a distributed database. So the copy of the same database uh, is owned by all participants in yeah. the network. So that's very important. So do we have situation in mining where many players are interested in the same data set? Well, of course we do. It is the financing uh, institution, it is the mining company itself, it is the government that is controlling, it, probably is the trader. Um, they don't all need access to all the same information, but nevertheless, these are the multiple players who need access to the same data set. Okay. Um, now, uh, this is one property, so it is distributed. So wherever we have multiple players, blockchain has place. Now, the transactions are secure and are encoded and carry, each transaction carries in it an encoded Record of the previous transaction, so you cannot change something without all players in the game knowing that this change has occurred. So this is what makes blockchain ideal, of course, for digital currencies, and this is where it first developed. Uh, But uh, of course, in mining transactions, uh, we have so many we have transactions of materials, of parts, uh, of money. Uh, So yes, there is room definitely in mining industry for that property as well. Uh, Now there is another property of a blockchain technology that is not um, uh, so straightforward. So in blockchain there are two very important parts of it. There is a a public blockchain and there is a private blockchain. In a public blockchain all the players have access to absolutely all information. So this is what works for uh the digital currencies. Yep. But there are private blockchains where the rules of who gets what information are established by the players at the onset. And so these these blockchain technologies are the ones that are more used in, in industry other than finance. And this is what the mining companies are currently using as well.
1: Okay. Yeah, no, I understand that. Funny enough, I was watching a uh I watched a, um a, uh, a YouTube video around blockchain a few days ago. So from what you said, yeah, I, I understand it and how it all collates together. So um, yeah, I do actually understand that. Um, so what processes in mining sort of can be improved using uh, blockchain mm-hmm. technology and, and, um, and how, again, how do you see those particular um, processes improving?
2: The most important process that is currently being tracked using blockchain technology is the sourcing of minerals. Okay. Uh, you know, companies like uh, Apple, like Tesla, or any company that produces either cars or electronics, they want to know that their materials are coming from responsible, sustainable you know, mine sites. Yeah. Uh, so uh, already now um, blockchain is being used to track cobalt and gold and diamonds uh, and even some other metals and actually London Metal Exchange uh, recently announced that they actually want tracking of every metal that is being trade on, uh, traded on London Metal Exchange so that's a huge potential it is already happening but it certainly will grow. Blockchain allows uh, this secure transaction and certificate certificates certificates uh, that are put on blockchain so basically it's like a digital passport of your concentrate or of your metal that passes through the system and it's just a more secure uh way to keep this information yeah. so that's one and this is the most you know known now and it's not even so interesting to me because it's now well established actually
1: yeah
2: now sorry yeah now carry on yeah, the next one is uh, the data management. Uh, so, for example, BHP uh, is now uh, putting their sample data um, on on the blockchain um, system to track uh, the movement of the sample information from the mine through the laboratory and into their resource uh, evaluation groups. Um, Rio Tinto is using uh, blockchain to... Uh, Track um, finance uh, trading, of, so they are tokenizing their production, iron ore production. Uh, Norilsk Nickel does the same with their nickel uh, production. They are creating secure tokens, and so that the finance institutions can, you know, be sure that they will get the production that you know is uh, is only coming on. It's it's not there yet, but it's like a promise of a uh, future production um other companies are using blockchain to uh, track smart contracts to actually uh, how to say it, to govern smart contracts uh, and uh, Part suppliers. Um, it's not only used in uh, mining, of course, uh, but mining as well uh, for all your mining machinery. Where are your parts coming from, and all the history of that part? If it breaks, you know, you know where it's coming from, and you know who yeah. to chase. Uh, and of course, a, a big one that's not happening yet, but really should happen, uh, is the land management. Real estate companies have been using blockchain for a while now uh, because that's a very you know paper and certificate heavy industry and all our mining licenses is our real real estate Uh, so I I know that some of the companies are already looking into it but I don't know yet if it's it's
1: happening yeah so by using blockchain in mining does it just make everyone more accountable during the whole um, supply chain process
2: It's certainly more accountable. Yes. uh, And more efficient. It's just much easier. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I suppose it's it's monitoring what everyone does. Everyone's informed in what is 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 actually happening. Um, And everyone can track back if there is issues, go back through the, the supply chain. Um, I suppose, yeah, it's just keeping record, but in a systematic way or more more improved systematic way than, than currently
2: that's correct yes yeah. and there is you, you there's no omissions and there is no wrong entries because all the players ought to be known of course of course like with any database garbage in garbage out yeah but it's much harder to put garbage into the database same same as was my experience you know moving from excel into access how many errors were eliminated just by that same thing when you move from a central database to a distributed database it's just more secure and faster better yeah there's no doubt it's just a more powerful system it's like a level up it's a level up database if you like where most systems most processes are also automated very important there is no human error and there is no human interference
1: okay okay um what companies can actually benefit from using blockchain and i guess it's a it's obviously relatively new to the industry But I suppose, and I think now after what's obviously just recently happened, um, obviously with this coronavirus, I think this will maybe snowball um, blockchain into the industry. So, So what companies can sort of benefit from using blockchain?
2: Um, so, from my research, what I see is all the big companies, the big mining companies are already using it, but they don't talk too much about it. There are some announcements, like I mentioned ready BHP is using it for their sample management, Rio Tinto is using it for trade finance. Um, so other big ones i don't know whether they're doing i think they're quite secretive i just know that there are whole departments uh for example noreal's nickel now has a blockchain institute that just belongs to noreal's nickel um so i it's hard to find out exactly what are they doing i'm sure they're doing a lot yeah Uh, but i think where the biggest potential is is for middle-sized companies uh because they are kind of carry on business as usual. Some of them are a little bit exploring this blockchain ecosystem, uh, but very cautiously. But I think this is where the biggest growth opportunity is. Whereas the junior exploration companies, because they don't deal with such vast amount of data and because they do not have such you know, multiple, multiple players, Maybe, maybe not so much. I, at least I don't see it like right away.
1: Yeah, but wouldn't it be easier for a junior miner to start using blockchain because they're st- they're at the start of the process, so they wouldn't have too much implementation because they're starting at the beginning of their pro- process. As opposed to a large company like BHP and Rio that have all this, all these supply chains, all this data they've suddenly now got to, I suppose, transfer it into a blockchain format. So really, junior miners starting out should look at using this blockchain technology um, and then grow grow with that.
2: Uh, I have no doubt that eventually the technology will penetrate everywhere. It's right now, it is uh, the technology that's still in its early days. It's like when the internet was just born you know a lot of people said oh what's the use of that why do we need email I can send a fax people didn't realize what the potential is so this is where blockchain is now oh why do we need this distributed database oh why do we need these encoded transactions you know what we have now is fine or we don't have too much data, so um, I, I have no doubt that eventually it will penetrate the whole, you know, world. Really, it will change the way we transact uh, because it removes the need of trust because now we can trust the system um so it's really a, a huge it's a paradigm change in the industry so i, I have no doubt i am a believer and enthusiast like you mentioned yeah uh but at this point when i talk to some companies not even junior but even you know established miner, but because they only have one mine and they they sell it to you know maybe just you know three, four, they only produce three, four products and then sell it on to just so many, you know, buyers, they they don't see the need yet. It. Um, so it, it, it's just, I think it just will take time when, when the, the technology will penetrate there, but the big ones are already using it.
1: Yep. So what about, say, a medium-sized company that has a few operations, how do they sort of implement blockchain, do they implement it all in one go or does it go into different departments and once each, every department is in the blockchain, then everything comes together? Is that how it, is that how it Um, works?
2: Well, right now I would say it's uh, in its infancy. So that my, my experience with the medium-sized producers are, they are now cooperating with startups that create uh their specialized uh, blockchain applications and for sourcing that's what i know for sourcing um the big ones is a different story um so the the medium size are only now starting to use blockchain for sourcing the metals yeah Um, (laughs) that that's that's all i know so far maybe maybe there are some other examples but it's just not I'm, i'm not aware of
1: Yeah. So what challenges are sort of companies facing in adopting blockchain?
2: Uh, I think the most important challenge right now is that people don't understand what it is and why do they need it. So basically right now it's just the lack of knowledge. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the next step, I think um, it will be once they learn, you know, what the technology is, and it's not only digital currencies, because a lot of people still, I mentioned blockchain, like, oh, that's Bitcoin. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, is The second one, um, after they learn what it is, uh, they will be reluctant to implement a new technology, you know, just standard, you know, oh, well, everything is working find now why do we have to change so there is this inertia right we we don't want to change um, but uh, the still greater one which I see in the future is exactly because blockchain is so efficient and' uh, it's quite rigid right like yeah. uh, once the rules are established uh, it's very hard to break them so i can anticipate that there will be actually active reluctance uh, because there is not much flexibility uh, in the system it, it has to be done right everything has to be done right and i imagine uh, that that can be also uh, quite a challenge in
1: the future yeah um if a company and obviously companies are slowly introducing blockchain do you see there there might be jobs lost because of because of Introducing a blockchain?
2: Uh, yeah, um, I guess uh, some jobs will be lost. A lot of routine, you know, like certificate making or maintenance of data. If it is put uh, on an automated basis, then yeah. yes, some of these routine jobs uh, might be lost. But then, you know, more, how to say, Interesting high end uh, designing jobs uh, will yeah. be born out of it, just like with any new technology. You know, we don't dig with a spade anymore.
1: <laughs> oh, <I understand. laughs> there is yes. a
2: machine, uh, but somebody else, so yeah. But it, in terms of, yeah, it, it reduces the uh, intermediaries. Uh, yeah, blockchain removes unnecessary intermediaries, thus improving the cost and increasing efficiency.
1: Yeah. So basically the functions of jobs will change, not necessarily jobs will be lost. They'll be just um, transformed into another type of type of job. So yeah. Just obviously yeah. more around technology-based, I would say.
2: Yeah. I think in general when we uh, put it to the computers to do uh, the jobs that they're better than we are yeah Uh, it's it's i think it's a good trend i I think it's great that we don't have to uh, you know draw things everything by hand now or that we don't have to uh you know do mundane, repetitive tasks that we're not very good at, where we introduce errors, etc. I'm all for it. I think it's a good thing.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I understand. But obviously, computers and blockchain, they can only do so, so much. And I suppose where people would add value is around their creativity, creativity. Decision-making in terms of emotional decision-making and business decision-making. Um, these were obviously, where, this is where humans can sort of add value where computers are. Yeah, I, I, I think, to it,
2: uh, yeah, yeah, a- analysing data, uh, improving um, the use of data, um, increasing the number of transactions, uh, decentralising is a good thing. Yeah. Um uh, Given thus more flexibility to our trading processes, um, including even like knowledge sharing as well. So there's yeah many benefits, no doubt.
1: Yeah. So what are the, the roadblocks for the application of technology?
2: Uh, we, we did go through that, like I said, the lack of knowledge and uh, the reluctance. Um, but I just want to say a little bit, something that I did not mention yet. Um, The things that are currently happening um, already um, where the blockchain is, uh, which which companies are using it, uh, the well-known examples, uh, diamond miners, um, De Beers and Alrosa, uh, using an IBM platform hyperledger uh, to track their diamonds. So this is currently already in operation. Um, not only it ensures that the diamonds are not coming from, you know, war um, zones, uh, but also I'm sure I- increase the security uh, of the whole system. Um, stealing of diamonds is a big problem in diamonds industry. Uh, so this this is a brilliant instrument uh, for tracking. Um, Umicor, uh, a cobalt processing company uh, and a producer. Uh, Cobalt, of course, uh, 60% comes from Congo. Um, Some of it uh, comes from uh, very questionable sources. So Umicor uh, implements blockchain for cobalt uh, tracking. And uh, I mentioned uh, Rio Tinto with uh, iron ore. Um, So things are happening. Uh, One thing where we're behind, uh, as always, is behind oil and gas industry. In mining, uh, we're always looking, oh, what are these guys doing? And I had good experience in Alberta working in Alberta Geological Survey uh, yeah. where Alberta is oil and gas province and the kind of data sets and data management that exists in oil and gas mining can only dream about that yeah. uh, and so for example oil and gas industry now has an annual blockchain conference that has been going for four years now uh, in so we Texas all, every year
0: they so all get all together
2: Uh, They all get together every year to discuss blockchain technology in in oil and gas. So they're tracking where their oil is coming from. They're tracking their data, their trades. Uh, So they're, they're already doing it. So I think in general what we should do in mining industry is look at other industries. How are they using blockchain? Oil and gas first. They are our, you know, Nearest industry, very similar in processes that they do, but also construction industry, real estate industry, even healthcare. You know, that meant now, now blockchain is big in healthcare, actually. Of course, now because of the virus, I'm reading how is blockchain helping to, you know, solve this crisis as well. And of course, managing of all this incredible data sets now that we're getting um, a lot of it is handled using uh, blockchain technology as well so I, I think the future is bright and I, I think it will actually come very very quickly i i don't think it's a uh, a long time before we see major changes in mining industry
1: okay and w- why do you think mining is slow to adopt uh, i know obviously historically they probably are always on the back foot of of maybe introducing such such things as blockchain but why why do you think if the oil and gas has been doing blockchain for four years why do you think mining hasn't actually decided earlier to implement blockchain and i suppose more so on a wider scale as opposed to one or two or three big players that are are implementing it
2: uh well like you pointed out, mining industry is in general very conservative and you know doesn't adopt new things very quickly. So that's number one. But also, uh, mining industry is not as uh, integrated as oil and gas okay. uh, by its nature. Oil and gas somehow the different companies cooperate better. For example, uh, in Alberta, all the data from oil oil and gas wells are available to everybody to view and analyze. That's the rule that is established by the government, and so there is this incredible exchange of information and experience mining companies hold on to their yeah. little data and don't share so i think it is this lack of uh, integration uh, is also a problem if we realized ourselves as one industry uh, it would be better
1: yeah rather
2: understand. than oh you know i hold on to my little bit
1: <laughs> yeah understand understand i think
2: that might be the reason
1: um what is the sort of costs and timeframes around implementing a sort of blockchain system into a company and i suppose it could vary between for companies depending on their size etc but what what are we looking at do you sort of have any rough estimates around timeframes cost etc
2: um, yeah, you're, you're right. It, of course, depends on what is it that you want to put on blockchain and how much you know, information integration yeah. is required. So, of course, I don't know um, how far the big ones uh, are now in their processes. I just know that they started three years ago because BHP had a blockchain division three years ago. Okay. Uh, so I know they've been going on for three years. Um, in terms of the new companies, you know, it can actually be implemented very quickly. Um, very quickly, I mean easily within six months, yep. uh, because there are these smaller companies, the startups that I mentioned, and there are a number of them, um, and I communicated with quite a few, uh, they develop your solution, uh, because they they already have the platform, so they just adjust it to your needs, yep. and that can be done within, you know, three months, yep. So uh, I, I don't know what the, the price is, uh, but I, I don't think it's uh, very high. The only thing is that these solutions are a bit raw. You know, they're a bit primitive at this point. Yeah. So it, it's it's starting. It's just starting now.
1: Okay. And is it is it like a subscription-based product that you buy, or is it a or you actually buy the product one-off off the shelf one-off and implement it into your company?
2: Very good question, actually both, uh, up to you, uh, up to the company. Uh, Most of them want a subscription because they want them, because it is earliest days yeah. it's still in development so although you do buy the product but the product is pretty rough yet pretty really. raw so yeah. they will continue to adjust it to your needs although some of them have been working for years you know um, some of the older ones um, been working for quite a while but still they always adjust it to you so yeah and, and uh, like i've seen one subscription price or something like. Four hundred dollars
1: a month. It's not okay. even much that so they maintain it for you. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, I've got one last question, and I suppose what is the future of blockchain? Obviously, um, it's it's a new disruptive um, idea. To to I suppose mining. It is obviously blockchain. It is in other sectors other um, industries and we're obviously as normal last to uh, sort of adopt this but what what is the future of blockchain in mining?
2: Um, I think the blockchain technology in general will penetrate in all areas of our life of our economy Uh, and so it will also penetrate mining um, everywhere it just will become like the absolutely fundamental technology that we use uh, in, in our work. That's that I think is the future.
1: Yeah. And do you, th- and sorry, another last question. Do you think, obviously, at the time of this recording, we are at the start of the uh, uh, coronavirus um, here in the UK? Do you think, because of what's happening with this epidemic, um, and it's obviously slowly, slowly coming into effect. Do you think the speed of which blockchain will be implemented into into the mining industry will be speeded up because of what's just happened?
2: Um, probably because blockchain ultimately improves efficiency. So yeah. as companies are looking at cost reduction, that's what blockchain will provide. Although there is some cost to get going, but uh, I have no doubt that company will see through that and understand that in a short time uh, we can have um, dramatically increased efficiency in our processes. um, And I I think it will speed up actually the introduction of the new technology.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right Tanya, really appreciate the t- uh, taking the time to do this podcast. Um, it's very informative around blockchain. Um I did like I said I watched the video a few days ago, so I did have a, a a bit of an outline of what blockchain is, but I've certainly lot, learned a lot um, around how it can be obviously implemented into the uh, mining industry and hopefully a lot of the listeners will um, will get some bits and pieces from that um, that they can take away and hopefully um, start looking at implementing Blockchain technology into uh, their companies or even into their divisions. So, really appreciate your time in doing this podcast. Um, If our audience wants to reach out to you or connect with you, um, how can they go about doing that?
2: Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, Thanks. And uh, thanks for inviting me. Thanks for talking to me. I actually do um, a blockchain blog uh, on okay. my website uh, where I put all the blockchain in mining specifically news or the ones that I think that are, you know, relate, can be related to mining uh, on my webpage. Uh, okay. And it's www.kamniconsulting.com um, so you can uh, check out the website uh, yeah. or just uh, contact me directly. I don't know. Will you put
1: uh, my contacts on your blog? Uh, yes, I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll well, be happy.
2: So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I have a wealth of information about blockchain. We'll be happy to put those who are interested in contact with the startups that are developing the applications. Uh, that would be great.
1: Yeah. And do you uh, are you on social media at all? Do you put Uh, some of your content out there?
2: Yeah, I'm uh, on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. Um, I am on Facebook as a company as well, but I don't really keep it up.
1: Okay, and (laughs) what else? Twitter handle is. Okay. Okay, I'll put I'll put that in the show notes as well, so you can yeah, forward that yeah. to me and put that in the show notes. Um, yeah, alternative. Alternatively, if you want to contact myself, I can pass any questions on to um, on to Tanya, and my email address is rob at mining Hope you found this uh, um, episode useful. Um, please share share this episode uh amongst anyone that you know in the industry that is either um implementing blockchain or maybe even thinking about implementing blockchain or you think someone should be implementing uh blockchain technology into their into their mining businesses. Because I think it definitely is going to be um revolutionary to the industry. Um and if it improves efficiency, um that's only going to be good for individual companies um you can also visit obviously the website the podcast has got its own website now which is www.digdigtheminingpodcast.com where you can listen to obviously this episode again and other episodes that we that we've uh, done i think we're approaching or just over 70 now um so there's certainly a lot of a lot of um content there to um to uh, listen to in your pastime. Um, I've also just started, as we we're recording this, a Facebook group, um, which again is Dig Deep the Mining Podcast. Um, so I appreciate if you can uh, visit that, share um, share some um, comments that you may have, any thoughts that you may that you may want to share with me, um, and any ways that you want me to improve the podcast. If there's any guests that you want me to interview, I'm happy to sort of put those details on that um, Facebook group. So thank you very much, Tanya. Really appreciate that. Um, And until next time, happy mining.
2: Thank you, Rob.
0: Thank you. Thanks for listening to Dig Deep, the mining podcast. If there are any topics you want discussed or questions you want to ask any guests, then you can email us at rob.com at mining-international.org or you can follow Rob and Mining International on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter and YouTube for more content and to have your questions answered. Until next time, happy mining!